Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse, but I offered at a satsang a free meditation program and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Murtanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Habakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Eta Veja Gata Meva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Zava Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Gurave Namaha Om Svarupa Svasvabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self your own essence, your own beingness, your own shivaness. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. I, me, my, Mine. 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 This is all about what you own. So much so that you even think you own other people. I, me, my, mine. I, me, my, mine. I, me, my, mine. This keeps your mind busy. A little crazy. It's about who you think you are based on everything and everyone around you. I, me, my, mine. I, me, my, mine. The Beatles recorded a song about this. Bum, ba, bum, ba, bum. I, me, my, mine. I, me, my, mine. George Harrison was sharing what he learned in India and his insights about humanity's flaws and foibles. 
My, me, my, mine. Yoga says you are more than who you think you are. There is more to you on the inside than the outside can ever convey. This is yoga's magic to make you able to look inside and find who you are at the deepest and most expansive level within, to know your own self, your core essence, your own beingness. I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. There is nothing else. There's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to be. You really can only be that one thing which you already are, which you express in this simple and profound statement, I am. I am. I am. Whisper it to yourself. In the amness of your own being, you are complete, whole, perfect, pure, deep, expansive, vast, yet centered and grounded in being the beingness that you are. This is self your own self. This is consciousness itself, which is your own self. Oh, Shiva, I am, I am, I am, aham, aham, aham. The primordial sound of consciousness is OM, a constant underlying, almost soundless sound. OM. Who is it that is OMing? The one divine reality, which we call Shiva, emanates this sound forth. OM is the emanation of existence itself, Shiva. Then Shiva sets up a pulsation. Om becomes aham, aham, I am, I am, aham. Both are going on at the same time. Om and aham. Let's try to replicate it. So first, let's chant om. Now to make the sound om, you lower your jaw a lot to open your mouth wide, but that'll make an ah sound. So then you shape your lips into an O, but then you curl your tongue up, the tip of your tongue, just a little bit to keep the sound inside. And it gives a reverberation instead of ah, instead of oh, you get oh, you hear the difference? So you curl the tip of your tongue up just a little. And then you stay with it, with your breath, as long as you can. At the very end, then you close your lips and you keep the sound going. So it goes up through 
the roof of your mouth and your sinuses and see how far up it will go. Again. These are practice ohms. One more. got a body so we have to breathe so our ohm has an ending point but the real ohm it doesn't have an ending point so the way we're going to replicate that is by getting you all to start at different times so when you're finishing you're already chanting and you're just starting and then it can kind of roll through the room so there's always an ohm going so don't start with me <laughs> and don't start with your neighbor and then do another one. already there inside, ever emanating. We sound a little bit like the Tibetan monks, don't we? Cool. Om becomes aham. So now we're going to do aham, and I'm going to ask you to join me in the pulsation, in the rhythm of it. I'll start it, and you just join in. Aham, aham. still going on while aham is ahaming. So we're going to split into groups and we're going to have this side of the room oming and this side of the room ahaming 
And you at home, this time you can pick one because we're going to do it for a little while and then we're going to swap the sides of the room. And that time then you can swap. If there's two of you, one can ohm and one can aha. So for the ohmers, I'll go like this, which means keep on ohming. And for the ahamers, I'll go like this, which is keep on ahaming. Ready? Om, aham, 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 the emanation and the pulsation of consciousness are ever ongoing. Now we're going to do it again and swap roles because you get to play all the different roles in your life. On this side of the room, you have smaller groups, so your ohm has to be a full-hearted ohm. And over here, uh, um, uh, um, I'm going to ask you not to synchronize. Because everybody in the world is a humming <laughs> at a different rhythm, right? So you can go hum, 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 or you can go ah uh, hum, ah uh, hum, or you can go hum, 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 hum. So let's have some creative uh, humming that is not synced up. That's a little more like the world, and our ohm has to be heard while they're doing that because all the humming can get in the way of you hearing the om. Hear the uh, hummers.
both Om and Aham are always going on. This is how the universe is made. This is your own essence and beingness, expressing forth, O Shiva, in the subtlest level of your own being, you already know. You resonate with the primordial Om. You feel it. You know it. You be it. And you pulsate with Aham. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. Both are true. And both are true at the same time. This feeling, this being, this pulsating, it's all deeper than your mind. It's who you are, O Shiva. And then you, as Shiva, emanating and pulsating, decide to project yourself into the world. For this, you need to take on a mind. Oh, yes, and a body. And you need a name and a place to live and things to do and people to know and places to go. And they're all so fascinating, so captivating, so compelling, even so challenging that you forget your own aming, your own oming, your own ahumming. I am is no longer a complete statement. You want to fill in the blank. I can fill in the blank by saying, I am a teacher. I am a Swami. I am a disciple of my Guru. I am a woman. I am a mother and grandmother. I am a dog lover. I am a cat lover. I am an animal lover. I'm a popcorn lover. I am a sailor. Though I haven't been sailing in years, I confess, not since I moved from California to Pennsylvania about 15 years ago. You know, I previously belonged to two different sailing clubs, and I could keep the story going about where I learned to sail and what kinds of boats I crewed on and so on. And now you can't hear the ohm anymore. And if I haven't been sailing in 15 years, can I still call myself a sailor? Well, it doesn't really matter. You know what matters? is that the OM is gone. Well, it's not really gone. It's still emanating. And AHAM is still pulsating. But you've turned away. You've gone somewhere else. Who are you anyway? Baba answered this question so beautifully. One who says, my book must be different from the book. One who says, my table must be different from the table. In the same way, one who says, my body must be different from the body. And one who says, my mind must be different from the mind. Anything that you can attach the word my to is necessarily different than the person who is saying my. If you say my shirt, you are the one who's wearing it. You are not the shirt. If you say, my car, you are the one who is driving it. You are not the car. If you say, my friend, my spouse, or my partner, 
You are the one who has the relationship. You are not the relationship. Though it might be an uncomfortable proof. If your relationship ends through circumstance or through choice, you continue on. You have already moved on from some of the relationships in your life, and you've stepped into others. You are the one who has the relationship. They are precious indeed, but you are not the relationship. You are more. If you say, I am my past, you are the one who has a past, but you are not your past. You can tell stories all day long, but they don't explain who you are. Most people tell stories about their life, about their experiences, about their childhood, hoping that other people will see and understand them. You feel that when you are seen, then you know you exist. You want other people to validate your existence, but you exist. You already exist. Even when no one is looking at you, you exist. Even if I turn my head away, you still exist. You don't exist more when someone is looking at you. You don't exist less when no one is looking at you. Can you know your own existence? I am. I am. I am. I am. This is the essence of spirituality. This is the essence of yoga. This is your own essence, your own self. You do exist. You are that existence, which has become all existence. Your own essence is the one divine reality, that which has always existed and will always exist. That one is you, O Shiva. Krishna explains this in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 13, a discourse on the field and the knower of the field. Shri Bhagavan Huvacha, Idam Shariram Kaunte Yakshetramitya Bidhiyate. Chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. This body is called the field, Arjuna. The one who knows it is called the knower of the field. True knowledge about the field and the knower of the field is called wisdom. About your body, you say, my body. It is a thing to which you apply the word my. Anything that you call my or mine, it is not who you are. You say, my body, so you are not your body. Your body is important. It's valuable. It's essential for life on this plane of existence. And you need to take care of it if you want to enjoy it. 
but you are not your body. If you were your body and you lost, let's say, the tip of your little finger, there would be less of you here. But that's not so. You can be fully here, regardless of the size, shape, color, or condition of your body. It's just easier to be present in your body when it's in good shape. Oh, yoga excels at that. If you're not in excellent shape, you truly do need to do more yoga. Krishna devotes several verses to a detailed list of what the field includes. He has already defined the field as your body. Quoting from more ancient teachings, he elaborates, he adds to his definition of the field, your body, the elements of which your body and the world are made, your sense of individuality, your intellect, your unmanifested nature, which includes all your karma, along with your talents and abilities, whether you've developed them or not. Your 10 senses, five powers of perception and five powers of action. Those are all explained in this month's teachings article, perception and action. He also includes your mind. Even the objects of your senses, sound, touch, form, taste, and smell. Your desires, your aversions, pleasure, pain fortitude, and your intelligence. All this is included in the field. Even if you add all these components together, that is not who you are. This is the field. You are the knower of the field. You have a hand. You know your hand. You use your hand. You are not your hand. No one ever says, I am my hand. I am my hand. But when they look in the mirror, they say, I am my face. I am my face. No, you're not. You have a face. You know your face. You use your face. You are not your face. And your mind, when your mind is full of stuff, you think, I am my mind. No, you're not. You are not your mind. You have a mind. You use your mind, but you are not your mind. Who are you? You are the knower of the field. You are the one who has a mind, who has a body, who has a life, who has a past, who has a future. But you are more than any of them. You are more than all of them put together. You are Om. You are Shiva Oming. You are Shiva Aming. I am. I am. I am. I am is a complete sentence. Krishna continues and describes who you are in verse 16, still in chapter 13. The knower of the field is outside and within all beings, both the moving and the unmoving. The knower is too subtle 
to be known by the mind is both near and far away. The knower of the field is that which the yogis call that. Your own self is not merely your own being. Your own self is the one self being all selves. Your own self is that, the one reality that is being all, pervades all, and extends beyond all. Your own self existed before this body was born and will continue to exist even when your body can no longer house you. You have always existed. You have never not existed. You are that existence, which is being all that exists, including you. In verse 27, Krishna explains, wherever a being is born, understand that it is from the merging of the field and its knower. This means you get lost in the field. You merge into your mind. You get lost in your senses. You construct a limited sense of self by where you live or used to live, by what you do or used to do, by who you know or used to know. Or you pour yourself into the future living in your fears or desires. The infinite reality, that reality, Shiva, is hidden within the individuality of each individual. You have to look into who you are to find who you are. This is the mystery that is unveiled in yogic mysticism. The whole of consciousness is hidden within you. There is more to you on the inside than the outside can ever convey. It's like trying to put the whole ocean in a teacup. St. Augustine told this story in one of his books. He'd been writing all morning and needed a break. So he went for a walk along the beach. He was on retreat in Alexandria the northern shore of Egypt, a beautiful white sand beach today and even back in Augustine's time. He was mulling over a gnarly problem in his writing, how to surrender to God. As he walked, he saw a young boy ahead. Augustine drew closer and saw that the boy was looking at the sea and then looking down at a cup that he was holding in his hands, and then looking back up at the sea and looking into his mug. When Augustine drew closer, he asked the boy, can I help you? The boy explained, my parents are coming. They're, they're right behind me, but they said I could run ahead and see the ocean. They gave me this cup so I can bring it home with me, but how do I put that? in here. Augustine looked at the waves, the foam and the froth, the sand and the gulls flying around. He knew about the giant fishes who lived in the deep waters. It wasn't all going to fit in the cup. 
So he said, you must throw your cup into the sea. The boy brightened up, threw his cup out into the waters and skipped back to his parents joyfully. And Augustine knew that it was the answer to his own question. You are not your cup. You are the whole ocean and more. You are all the oceans and more. You are the whole universe and more. You are the one who is being all, who is being you. Oh, Shiva, you are your own self. I, me, my, mine. These are what you do. They are not who you are. I, me, me, mine. I, me, me, mine. Yes, to have a body, you have to park it somewhere. So you have to have a home. <laughs> you have a mind, so you have thoughts and the ability to do something with them. You have a heart, so you have people to care about. How wonderful is that? But they don't make you who you are. You are more than who you think you are. There is more to you on the inside than the outside can ever convey. Oh, Shiva. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.